his tent And there you are You're running for your life You're a shooting star And all the years No one knows Just how hard you worked But now it shows Everybody One shiny moment It's all on the line In one shining moment Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. This is Locker Room Guys brought to you by Chad's Pizza. Students get $15 any specialty pizza and $12 single topping pizza. They are the place to go in Cedar Falls to eat, watch a game, or even get a drink. Please go check them out and tell them we sent you. Uh, please like, comment, share, and follow for more content from the greatest college sports minds in the world. Thank you so much for clicking on, clicking on to the episode. And now, enjoy the show. TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, something like that. Uh, yeah, we're without Joey today. It's just me and Coin. College basketball breakdown. A um, little late. It's been a week and a couple days. Probably need to get more on top of it, but we're busy. We got school. Getting studious. But today we're going to start, instead of writing like a breakdown of games, we got a little overreaction or proper reaction segment. I'm going to ask Logan some of these. I'll get my insight, too. But to start, the first one, uh, the third, first one I really think of, UN, I have UNC misses the tournament again. Do you think that's overreaction or a prop reaction or maybe, like, in between? I don't think that's an overreaction at all. I mean, they, it's the same thing as last year. They're coming out, and they're looking a little slow. Not as good as, like, they're not dominating the teams that they should be dominating. They're kind of start slow, and they barely – like they get those late runs to beat bad teams, which is kind of what they did last year. So I don't think it's an overreaction at all. Yeah, like Radford, I think it was like a one- or two-point game at half. Uh, Lehigh, they kind of handled, but I think they struggled early in that one too. It's, I think they're new, though, so that's kind of why I'm like hesitant about that kind of take because Harrison Ingram's getting in there. Cormac Ryan, you have essentially a senior in high school as your point guard. Uh, so I think they're, they're young, they're new. They kind of got to figure out how they – Paxton Wojcik is new, too. Like, they got to figure out their identity more, I guess. Um, and going off that, you could almost say, like, Hubert Davis is on the hot seat if they don't do anything. Because it's UNC. There's no time to fuck around at UNC and, and try to win games. Like, you got to be come in and win, just or essentially, especially after the year he had. So, Yeah, I mean, this is one of the most, obviously, decorated, like, teams in all of college basketball, and they have not been performing recently. So, yeah, and this is probably because the coach, because they lost their coach recently. Yeah, I don't know. I, it's it's slow start, but if Cadeau can kind of get into get into the swing of things of college and maybe maybe he can figure it out and be that difference maker off the bench or even maybe insert into the starting role, but we'll see. As of right now, I mean, losing Caleb Love, we'll see how it hurts, I guess. Because that's another thing. They lost, like, a veteran guy that's been in big games uh, for years now, so I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. I think they'll be fine. I think they make the tournament. I don't know if they're as good as I maybe thought they were this year, but well, I guess we'll time will tell. Yep, that's what that's what it is. Overreactions. Everyone got to overreact. It's more fun. Uh, just kind of spit out these takes. But uh, Isaiah Collier will be a first team All American. Overreaction. Uh, no reaction. Whatever. First team. I said. 
thirteen. That's I. That's maybe an overreact. I'd say that's an overreaction because. Well, I mean, he's. I, I think he could be an All American though. He will be an All American, but I won't say first. I mean, I think there's better guards mm-hmm. out there that they'll give it to over him. But he is a stud on both sides of the ball, and he looks like he's been playing for many years. Looks like a veteran. Yeah, I mean, in their first two games, he had a hell of a game against K State. Like, just played unbelievable. Uh, like in his debut, and then he won the MVP for them again in, against their Cal State Bakersfield. Had 19 points, five assists, couple boards. So he's off to a hot start uh, for sure. And yeah, I, I mean, he he just like feels like he's been here before. He he almost looks like a veteran out there. Yeah, no, it looks like he's like experienced. Like he plays it the way he runs the floor, everything too. Like. As soon as rebound was off, he was gone, running in the middle. Like, everything he was doing defensively, too. Like, he fits the defense, too. He's he's fast. He's quick. He's in their face. That's how USC plays defense. He looks like he's been there, yeah, for mm-hmm. three years. It's, can't guard him, really. He gets he gets going downhill, and he's tough to stop. Yeah, I can't wait for those Arizona-USC games. It's going to be – those oh, are going to be crazy. Because as, oh, yeah. as good as USC looked, Arizona might have even looked even better. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Both teams were, like – not hesitant about, like, Arizona was supposed to be good. USC was like, we'll see. And the, both of them came out of the gate really firing all cylinders. Um, Michigan State will finish outside the top four in the Big Ten, which that would assume you'd have, like, Illinois, uh, Purdue, even, like, a Michigan. Um, trying to think. Of, Wisconsin, maybe, like, outside the top four in the Big Ten. Yeah, I mean, I hate overreacting off one game obviously they lose to jmu which is a bad loss but i say it every year michigan state i feel like has like a really bad loss like they lose badly and i don't think it's an overreact i it's not it's possible though with illinois because illinois is a team that could obviously put Mm -hmm. something together even like wisconsin in there they could do something but i think overall those two teams will probably drop more games than michigan state will michigan state will be fine they have Izzo, they have the guards they just need their veteran guards to play Good. They I mean, what, like shit. what are they shooting from three right now? They're like two of something, like ridiculous. It's really bad. But they, I they mean, made two threes this year. I don't think they're. I I think they'll be fine. I mean, yeah, against southern like southern Indiana too. Like it's not. They, they struggled play. for a while to score in that game. They couldn't put them away. Yeah, um, they've only made. They're one for eleven in that game, and they were what two for twenty. In I the think game they've before. only made two threes all year. Which, As a team. That, that's not even realistic. Yeah, yeah, they made two threes this year. They're two for 31. So if anybody knows how to do some quick math. But I'm gonna Still, it's like 6% or something like that, I think. It's 6.45% from three. They'll, they'll be fine. I think, I think they'll heat up. Um, not heat up necessarily, but obviously they'll be better. Like, you're not going to shoot 6% all year. Yeah, no. I mean, who's like... I mean, like, obviously they did lose a shooter with Hauser, who was like a good shooter, but that's like... You still have like Tyson Walker. He shot 0 for 5 in their first game, but he still dropped 35. Their best players, Hogard, Atkins, Hall, and Tyson Walker, 0 for 5, 0 for 4, 0 for 4, 0 for 4. I think they miss uh, Hauser more than they thought, more than we thought they would. I know. He was a phenomenal shooter. Corner, corner Hauser. That was a buck yeah, every time. Opens things up for him. Uh, they Izzo did say they're going to start. I mean, we'll get more into it in the JMU game, but he said that he don't care about experience anymore. And then he ended up coming out with uh, five seniors anyways. But we'll yeah. see. I mean, it's interesting. Uh, guys got more playing time, though, the freshmen. So I think as they get into it, I think they'll be fine. I, I still 
don't hate them to not like to not win the Big Ten. I think it's Michigan yeah, State. So the last time they lost their first their opener again, it was Wright State, and they won the national championship that year. So yeah, people forget about shit like that, but they just love people love to overreact. But I, I mean, the Big Ten, obviously, I can see like I think they'll be fine. They'll finish in the top four. Like you can see like the Illinois. I don't think they'll go outside the top four though. No. There's no way. There's not another team that can pass them. Next, Villanova misses the tournament for the second straight year after losing to Penn. It's hard to tell because obviously we're kind of biased, you and me, because we love Villanova. We love the players, but I don't think I don't like there's something off with them. I mean, they need Jay Wright back. Is it Nehazay? Is it Neptune? Like you'll find out. I think he he's on a hot seat right now. If he can't win with this team, he might be gone. It's not like, oh, you don't have your guys. Everybody stayed at Villanova that, like, you needed. They have a good like, team. There, like, just, like, everybody, like, that was on those Villanova teams are still here. Obviously, you lose, like, a couple guys. But you still get, like, you have guys playing in their fifth year. Like, you have the guys to win. I think, yeah, he's definitely on the hot seat. I don't know, but. I mean, the one guy, like, I thought Keem Hart was going to come in and be a a pretty good solid score. Like he averaged 11 game in Maryland and he came in so far and he's, he's got, he's scored 11, three and zero. Like, I just feel like it's a tough, he's place not to playing. Transfer. Um, they just had a bad game against Penn, but I think they still, I think they'll turn things around. Like they're so talented. So Justin Moore is playing well. Um, I'm not out on them yet. And we'll see. Obviously I, Justin Moore is like their bright spot right now, but outside of that, they need to pick it up. And find some other guys to help out, but it, long season we'll see. Obviously, it's overreaction. Um, here's a good one: Iowa State finishes top three in the top three, maybe even top two in the Big Twelve. I don't think. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I don't think I it's think an overreaction. I I don't. I'm not saying they will finish top. I'm saying let's rephrase it: Iowa State can finish top three in the Big Twelve, even top two. They can finish top two in the Big Twelve. I don't think that's overreaction at all. No, it's not. I mean, obviously, Kansas is going to be number one. It's just how it works. We don't, like, it just we'll, I, we'll, we'll find a lot about Kansas tonight. Yeah, because Kansas, I think, I'm honestly, Kentucky as we're like, As we're recording this tonight, it's on Tuesday. They play yeah, Kentucky yeah. tonight. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. honestly, like, I'm starting to pull back on Kansas. So, obviously, you see what they got. I struggle to find where they, see where they find scoring this year. I don't think they're like outside of Hunter Dickinson. Where I don't know where do they find that's because Dwan Harris is Dwan Harris. He can score, but he's not a scorer. Kevin McCuller can score, but he's not a scorer. They need like a Marco Jackson to be a freshman step up, maybe try to score. Like outside of Dickinson, I wonder where they kind of get that um, that scoring. Honestly, last year, the last two years they had Jalen Wilson averages twenty, and they had a Baji who could get a bucket when, and they had Revy Martin that year. Like they had guys who like you get involved, they can go get a bucket. This yeah. year, I think they don't have a guy who's a go like go get a bucket for us. Yeah, and that's like, the real. Obviously, people can step up and help them, but like Nick Timberlake can shoot, but he's not gonna go get you a bucket necessarily. Not like Jalen Wilson, he's not having the great start, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I think Iowa State is one of the more complete teams in the Big Twelve. Yeah, I, I don't think, have a lot of question well, marks. I think them and Houston are, are going to be obviously because that defense is so their defenses mm-hmm. are so good. But like Kansas, Kansas will obviously be like they'll be fine though. But I think it's they're not going to be 
as dominant as like people are putting around Warren and everything. I think there's teams that are better than them. Yeah, uh, like Iowa State, they've beaten the shit out of every team they played so far. Granted, they haven't played anyone. They don't play anyone really till, till Iowa, and then after that, not till conference play. Their non-conference is horrible. Yeah. So is- we won't. Really, they'll they'll start really hot like they did last year again. They'll probably almost be undefeated going into conference play, and we'll see how things shake out. But yeah, like they're they're complete. They got Lipsy is an awesome point guard. Uh, there was no surprise there. He was really good in high school, and he had a pretty good year last year. He's balling this year. Keyshawn Gilbert came in as a stud. Um, Milan, uh, unbelievable uh, freshman coming in. Omaha still figuring th- some things out. It looks like he's really raw, but they got pieces. They know what they're u- doing, and I don't know. It's going to be – I think they'll be a good team, but we'll see what how they – we always think that with Iowa State early, and then they get to conference play, and they kind of struggle, but not struggle, but we'll see. I don't know. I think this is the best team he's had, though. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, Kenny Payne will be fired before the break, like before we come back to school in late January. I think he's got to be. <laughs> yeah, there's, I a, mean, there's a great... He said we're not going to out talent teams this year. You're Louisville. He's you he's should gone. be able to no. do, you you played UMBC one by one. You lost to Chattanooga. You should out talent them easily. They are they are bad, like horrible. They're a horrible. They're a horrible. I said football team, basketball team. They're terrible. Like what is what is they what went, do they do? They went there. It's a bad year to be young, too, for him when he's on the hot seat. They're not young, but they're not old. They have they start three sophomores, a junior, and a senior. Like, they're kind of young. They, their whole bench, I remember when we was all freshmen. So it's, it's interesting how they're going to really adapt. When you're on the hot seat, you can't be coming out with a bunch of freshmen that are not really that good. Like, it's hard to he's- do. He's got to be gone. There's like, like, there's no reason why he's not gone. Like, they had a horrible year. Should have been gone after last year. I can't. Honestly. They play DePaul on December 9th. That's going to be awesome. At DePaul? Yeah, but that game is going to be a shit show. Yeah, terrible. Two of the worst teams in Power 5. Um, oh, here's a, here's a good one. Neither Duke or UNC win the ACC. Hmm. I know Duke lost to Arizona, but they didn't look very good. And then they didn't, they struggled against Dartmouth to kind of pull away, too. Yeah. And, um, but then I was going to say, Miami, if we would have recorded yesterday, would have been like, they looked really good in their couple games, but then they struggled a little bit last night. So I don't know. ACC's just not I, good. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to root, like, not um, count out Clemson. Yeah, I won't count out Clemson. No, I mean Clemson would be. I think Clemson has a better chance than North Carolina or Miami. Yeah. I think it's it's still Duke. I don't think, I think size and just everything and just that home that home court advantage is way better than any other team really besides maybe North Carolina. I don't think Duke. I don't. It's I I think Duke's problem though is obviously the freshmen. I don't think the freshmen are as good as people think. I think and then like Tyrese Proctor hasn't played well yet. No, he needs pop- to step up. Popowski was in foul trouble, but Proctor started slow last year too. Obviously, you'd expect more because he's second year. But if Proctor can get going, 
Pawski, you obviously get what you need out of him, but the freshmen need to be better. Jared McCain, I don't think he's good. I said that going in. He doesn't really give you much when he's dribbling the ball. He can shoot. That's about it. But when he dribbles, he doesn't really do much with it. You watch him dribble. He looks like he doesn't know how to dribble. It's kind of like he's scared. Yeah, he, I mean, he's, he's – you got to – he probably – he's. they have three guys for sure ahead of him scoring-wise. So he's at least yeah. at the best the fourth option, and he scored eight and nine, and he's three of seven from the three-point line this year. So – you gotta factor you gotta factor that in. He is at best the fourth option. Yeah. If he if he shoots forty percent from three, like that's his role. I mean, I'd put I mean, Reeves over him too. So and even like scoring wise, he might be the fifth, sixth option on this team. Yeah, all he, all he needs to do is shoot forty percent from three. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see him really handle the ball. I don't think that's good. He he's tries to play defense, but I don't think his defense is very good. I don't know. They'll still be fine, though. I know it's ACC. They're gonna. They're just more talented and bigger and athletic than every we'll other get, team. We'll get more into the their game against Arizona later. Um, here's a good one. Michigan finishes above Michigan State. Dude, Michigan is not looking bad. But here, all. here's the thing with Michigan. It's they're kind of confusing because they lost the number one transfer in the in the country and a lottery pick. They returned pretty much everyone else back with the additions of Nakamwa and Namari Burnett and they're actually winning games. Like they're conf- they're weird. It's confusing. It's like almost like hesitant. Are they really like are they good? You know what I mean? Are they just playing good well now? I don't think their win against St. John's is at all impressive. No, I think how that how bad they beat them is, but yeah. beating St. Yeah, John's fair. isn't. But like St. John's, I mean, they they haven't been great. I mean, their scrimmage earlier in the year, they lost to a D2 team. And then yeah, they're first figuring game, things out, yeah. First game, I mean, they only went – they don't blow out Stony Brook and then Michigan. Like, it's obviously – it was neutral at Madison Square Garden, and they just got – just beat to shit. So, I had St. John's in this game, too, because I did, did not like Michigan. I thought they sucked. Didn't think Namari Burnett would ever score 29 points in a college <laughs> basketball game in his life. But – they, I don't. I mean, they got some tough ones coming up. They got uh, Long Beach State win, then they got Memphis, Oregon, Indiana, Iowa, all in a row. I think we're riding them high now, and then they hit that. And they go Memphis Florida non conference, and yeah, they hit that like five six that six game little stretch they got going there, and they might just lose every game, and we'll be like, okay, thank you. Now we don't have to talk about it. I mean, Doug McDaniel's a dog. Yeah, <laughs> he's balling this year. He's just quick as shit, but. 26 against, yeah. Um, was playing well. Um, tennis, here's a go. Tennessee and Arizona are the two best teams in the country. Uh, well, we have found out that Tennessee has found a guy who can put the ball in the fucking Connect basket. is a monster. I'm, dude, he, he's fucking legit. Like, he's good. He's 6'6". Six, six. I mean, he's, he's a stud. Like, he can get, now they have a score. That's all they needed was a guy who could score the ball. They're going to hold teams no matter what. Him being able to score gets them to score at least 70 points, and they can hold any team under 70. They got so uh, now, that uh, Jordan Ganey from UC Upstate is playing really well, too. Yeah, I he think. starts at point guard. Thing with Arizona, though, I like what I noticed, and this is going to help them being top, maybe top two team, is against Duke, they, they played defense. Like they yeah. actually play defense. They, their defense now on Ken Palm is ten. 
Oh, Every yeah. other year, they mm-hmm. haven't been like this. So, like, like last year, they were 39. And the year before, they were 21. So, they were kind of, like, outside of that, like, those top 10 teams in defense. But now they're kind of in it. They play defense against Duke, which is huge. Because Paley Larson's a good defender. The other big guy is Caleb Love. Obviously, doesn't play shit for defense. But. He can, though. I mean, I mean he was at. They, they, that's the thing. If they play defense, so yeah, hundred percent, because they will be, they will be able to score the ball. They always will be. It's Arizona. I'm looking at a connect uh, future here. If I can find it, I wonder oh, what his dear. odds are. What's his first name? Dalton. Yeah. I guess it doesn't work on here. Um, I don't know where he's at, but if he keeps this up and they're the best team in the country, who knows, right? Like he, on, he easily could be that. Uh, that type of player. I can't even find him. Yeah, I was going to see that too, far down. 10 point win at Wisconsin is like actually Ziegler is ahead. Of, no way these guys are ahead of him. I Let's had see. to have missed him. Um, He's not even on this list. Are you sure? Yeah. Would it? What the hell? No, I found him. Plus 5,000. Where the hell is he at? In the same range as Jacoby Walter, Dylan Mitchell, Justin Moore are the same guys. Plus 5,000. Dude, he's not on DraftKings. I'm going to sprinkle that. I'm sprinkling that. Because he's he not can, He's not on DraftKings. Whatever. I'll put it in a different book, I guess. Uh, yeah, no, he's a stud. Like, they found that score. He, they obviously defend at the highest level of any team in the country they always have been so yeah they're good and arizona is playing really well too they got a really uh high at duke too is like gonna be an awesome win as as it ages um they have lost that home yet with john shire so and that's the other one i have is big tens the worst conference but i think people kind of said that going in so yeah all right let's get into some games i wish we did top tens top tens let's do top tens it's a good idea logan um, let me pull mine up. It's somewhere. Go first. You you go because I have to find mine. Hey, mine's a little weird. Obviously, I do, but I'll start out. Number one, Houston. It's basically just because I love Houston. Honestly, I'm a very biased guy. Uh, number two, I have Purdue. Purdue, I think is, I think could obviously be number one. I think they're better in Kansas. Number three, I have Tennessee. After Dalton Connect is playing good, they are. They were out of my top 10. Now I have them at number three with Tennessee because of this guy. Uh, number four, I have Creighton. I think they're the best in Big East. Five, I have Arkansas. I love them. Six, Kansas. I know that might sound low to people, but I think there's – generally I think there's five teams better in Kansas, maybe even more. Seven, Arizona. I mean, yeah, good win at Duke, but I still want to see more out of them. Eight, I have Duke. I didn't drop them that much because I think Arizona's one ahead of them. So, like, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, nine, I have Florida Atlantic. I mean, I think people need to give them respect, so I'm going to do that. I'm going to give them respect. They looked good. Yeah, they did. They looked really good. And then 10, I have Baylor. But I will say that I want to talk about the teams I left out. I think all four of these teams could easily be in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have USC like at like 11. Marquette, I have at 12. I still don't think Marquette is as good as the teams above them, but they play Big East. Yeah, and 12. They think I think, but I, uh, I just think like these 10 teams ahead of, or 11 yeah. teams ahead of them are better, but the bottom of the Big East, they can kind of, I think, they, I think they win tonight. I don't yeah, know. I do too. I mean, I think the Illinois line is weird. but And then I have Michigan State at 13. I have, the JMU loss is going to hurt mm-hmm. them. But and then I have Alabama at 14. Alabama, I think, okay. is, is going to be. 
Alabama's going to surprise people. I, like I think they have a chance to win the SEC, but Alabama or Tennessee's in there with Dalton to connect. So they're probably a good bet. They were probably a good bet for the year, but I didn't take it. Yeah. I have uh, Kansas at one. Um, don't love them at one, but I mean, I think they deserve it because they have been beating the shit out of teams and they have a lot of talent. Uh, Purdue two looked really good. Creighton three. Arizona's four. Marquette five. Duke is six. Dropped from one to six. Um, UConn seven. Arkansas eight. Houston nine. And I jumped Tennessee all the way to ten. What'd you have met before Tennessee? I can't remember, but they were they weren't that they were in like the sixteen to twenty range, and that was wrong, obviously. You jumped them to ten. Jumped them all the way to ten. You said dropped them to ten. I'm like, my bad. Jumped them to ten. Um, yeah, like Michigan State dropped, obviously. Uh, Villanova in my top twenty five. Villanova dropped out. St. Mary's dropped out. A couple teams that lost. Iowa State came in. Um. Illinois, Mississippi State. I haven't. I think Mississippi State had really looked really well, good. So that's just like in the top twenty-five, which I have that out on um, Instagram. So, but yeah, that includes the top ten, I guess. Um, team or games now. We'll start. I mean, we kind of already hinted at it, but uh, Michigan State loses to JMU. JMU beats Michigan State in overtime, and then they that was game. Yeah, overtime, right? No, did it go to overtime? Overtime. It did go to overtime. They've gone two overtime games this year. JMU. So JMU beats Michigan State. Then they turn around and beat Kent State after a complete brain fart by Kent State and completely blew it. Five seconds left, and they lose. Up five, they lose. They get sent to overtime. It was crazy. Uh, good for JMU. I'm glad. I'm happy they got ranked, but they. I don't think they deserve to be ranked, honestly. Um, yeah, Michigan State, this is a terrible loss. You can't come out of the gates being the number fourteen in the country with all this hype. People have you to win the, win the Big Ten, make the Final Four, make make the championship, even win the championship, and you're coming off a kind of a hot year last year. Everyone comes back. You have the number two or three, top three recruiting class, and you come out flat at home and shoot one of twenty from three. Um, terrible from the free throw line. They shot sixty two from the line. It is just a horrible, horrible night for them all around, and very frustrating everyone outside Tyson Walker. They shot 36 from the field. Like, they couldn't score. Yeah. um, Obviously, I'll bring the defense into this. Colin Carr, obviously, you can't blame everything on him, but two absolutely horrible defensive plays. Um, They had the the game by – they had the lead by two. Um, JMU's ball, like, I don't know how much time was left. There wasn't much time. I think it might have only been, like, 20, 10 – like, 20 seconds left maybe. And he was just sitting on the block while his guy was on the elbow, and they just threw it right to the guy on the elbow, and he made a jumper for the mid-range. And then I can't remember the last one because it's been a while. But he messed up in overtime, too. He had another bad defensive play. But he played good offensively, obviously. But down the stretch, those defensive plays, you're a freshman. Like, defense is scary when you're a freshman because like you're, like, thinking about so many things, trying to guard so many things. Probably just slipped up, forgot where his guy was twice, I think, and that's kind of why they lost. But... Oh, and then the guy hit the three on him at the end. He completely overhelped is what it was. Completely overhelped. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. He overhelped. All you had to do was flash because you knew you just can't give up a three. You give up a two. You still had the chance to, like, obviously, you had a chance to get a three then because they lost by – Oh no, you yeah. could have had just yeah. give up a two. Yeah. And I think that was – like, if you would just – you just got to flash there. Flash the guy, get right back to your guy, get a hand up. You're athletic. You can probably get out there. So it was just – that was part that I noticed, like, like – 
freshmen, obviously late in the game. And then just your seniors and your your fucking veterans got to play better. Yeah, like Ho- a- AJ Hogard as the point guard of this team has to be way better than what he was. And it's not like he couldn't score, so he's passing. He had three assists to one turnover. It's like he played terrible. Malik Hall was awful. Matt Soko, outside of the three games in the start of the year last year, he was terrible last year offensively. Like, I don't know what Xavier Booker's deal is. He played five minutes this game. I think he played 17 or 18 the next game. He's got to play more, it feels like, but I don't know. I understand the reason behind that. Jay Nakin's in there to shoot threes. He didn't make a three. He's a 3 and D kind of guy. It's like all around, just not good. The only bright spots was Cone Card did play pretty solid, I guess. And then, yeah, Tyson Walker went crazy. But he could he missed a lot of free throws, too. Like It's not like Tyson Walker played perfect either. He 35 points, didn't make a three, and he couldn't make a free throw. So it's, it's frustrating. From free throw, yeah, they shot 62% from the free throw line. You need to shoot at least like 75, 80 to be consistent. Yeah, Jeremy Fears uh, didn't play a ton. When he did, he didn't play. Like, no one played good. It's just simple as that, and it's tough. Um, but I, I they'll be fine. I have no worries about him. JMU is a good. I I said it like before. Like I'm trying to think. I said like I didn't bet on Michigan State because I knew JMU was a good team. Like they were good last year. They returned a lot and. I was scared. Like I wasn't scared they're gonna lose necessarily, but keep it close for sure. Just all time bad game for Michigan State. Yep. Other than that, day one, pretty much everyone kicked ass. Um as the good teams. USC beat K State. That was a good game. Uh you really saw like K State just felt like they were outmatched pretty much the whole game. Like they kind of made it close, got it within single di- single digits there at the end of the game like five four minutes left but then after that um usc just kind of like they went on their little run and then kind of ran out of gas i guess you could say and usc's backcourt looked elite uh, collier and boogie ellis boogie was the mvp on ken palm had a 24 and 5 collier had a 18 um and 6 game like played great they they got a lot of guys around they're gonna be a lot of fun this year and when they get Bronny back to help out that backcourt a little bit more, even it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, this team this team's legit. I mean, you like even like defensively wise too. They were in like in their shit right off right out the gate. I mean, it was it's high, it's aggressive, it's high pressure, like aggressive defense, get in your face. And they did it right away, and they have like a Kobe Johnson who is very good on defense. Boogie Ellis, I don't know if he really even plays defense, but like Isaiah Collier, like they have athletes everywhere yeah. on the floor. Like DJ Raymond, these guys are just getting your face, getting your shit. Like mess with your head, and that's what they did right out of the gate. Like right away, you, you know, you know what they're saying. Like in college basketball, five minutes in this game, you knew who was gonna win. Yeah, like you right did. away, right away, you're like, yeah, this game's over. USC won, especially when you have a freshman like Collier coming out, and he literally is like, just has like and ones like right away. He's just getting bucket left and right, running all over the floor, getting in people's face. They're getting tips. Kansas State couldn't even pass the ball around the fucking mm-hmm. like the top and everything. You're like, this game's over. I bet on. Kansas State. I had Kansas State at plus two and a half or three and a half, and within seconds, I was like, I might lie back. I might uh, lie back. It's like I know a lot of coaches say. I know Patino's big on it. Like deflections are huge. Like deflections are almost big. They're not better than steals, but you're gonna get more deflections than you are gonna get steals. So focus on getting deflections as a as a, to be a really good defense, and that just it disrupts everything. Because you get a deflection that 
bounces you out towards half. The guy's got to run and get it. He's got to turn back around. You're already on his Even shit. He doesn't deflection control. that goes out of bounds. Like it messes. Nope. Now they got to run a new play. Like it just messes with everything. Messes the timing up. So yeah, they looked good. Joshua Morgan, I thought was awesome too. They're big guy. Played really well. Played his role. Did his thing. But K State, I do want to say their backcourt is I think it's one of the, actually one of the more probably the most underrated backcourt in the country. Tyler Perry and Cam Carter. Tyler Perry's first three games there, 22, 18, and 22. Um, and Cam Carter is averaging like, like decent, uh, I don't know what the number is, but he's 15, 17, and 25 in his last. Like, that backcourt is playing. Cam Carter, Cam Carter averaged like, I want to say six a game last year. Now he's all, he's up to in the, in the high uh, teens, even around 20. So I think that's like one of the best backcourts of the country. And got to remember, they don't have a, Naquan Tomlin right now, he comes back if he ever comes back. I don't know what his deal is right now, his little legal situations, I guess, but he comes back. Yeah. Arthur Kloomer is going to be a good defender and good rebounder just to be that guy that kind of do the dirty work for you and can score if you need to. So I do think K-State has a lot to look forward to, though, in the coming up this year. Like I said, they're our sleeper, and I think I'm going to stick to it. I think they actually have a pretty good team. I'm not taking much away from Kansas State. It's more just how you – I'm more giving, like, USC the credit for how they came out. But I think Collier also had six turnovers in this game, but Boogie Ellis had four and Kobe Johnson did two. So, like, Kansas State still, like, defended well and forced 18 turnovers, but then they turned over the ball, the ball 17 times themselves. So it was a messy and sloppy game. It was just kind of like – it was it was a fun game to watch. So it was, like, kind of, like, up in your face, like, get after it. Um, Tyler Perry just throwing up bombs left and right. Shot 12 threes. But I mean, if you're a he's, shooter, he's a let stud. that fucking fly. He's awesome to watch. Yeah, if you're gonna shoot, if you're a shooter, fucking let it fly in college basketball. He's, that's what he did, four for twelve. Yes. Uh the next, the next big game. I, I got Mississippi State over Arizona State. I'm not saying it's a big, huge win by Mississippi State, but they were the worst three point shooting or shooting team in the country last year. Not like it wasn't even close. Of all, te- there were 362 of 362 or however many teams there are. They went out and got guys in the transfer portal that can score, and it paid off tremendously. They had three of their best players out this game. Oglesby, Castle, like, or not, I missed that. Sorry, that was the officials. I don't know why I said those guys. Um, They're missing Tolu Smith, the best, like, one of the best bigs in the probably SEC. And so, like, they went out and got the needs they need, they we're missing. That's what it all is about, and they can defend still. That's why I think this team is actually pretty good this year because they still defend, and now they can actually put the ball in the damn hole. That's the base thing, yeah. Obviously, defense only gets you so far. We know that with, like, Houston and Iowa State and all those teams. Finally, if, like, if you're a defensive team, all you have to do is be able to score 70 points. You can score 70. Yeah, yeah. Because like, even, like, the best offenses, obviously, they're going to – all the best offenses, though – they're giving up points left and right. So if you can just score 70 against like average te- like average defenses and you can defend defend well, that's why Houston wins. Cuz that's all they do. Right. They just defend, they hold they hold you to like high 60s, mid 60s and then maybe they'll score like they can score 70 or they even hold you lower. That's all they have to do and now they have that. So they're looking good. I like them. this is a sleeper team like coming up. I have some upsets. Yeah, like yeah, they shot 38 from 3, 41 from the field. So, yeah, they actually shot well. And then um, Arizona State, on the other hand, didn't have Adam Miller. He wouldn't have made that much of a difference, but I don't think they're very good this year. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, Baylor beats Auburn. Come back, come from behind win. Um, Auburn looked really well pretty much three quarters of this game, maybe the, into the fourth. <laughs> and then Baylor made the stops they needed to. They got the ball the ball to the right guys, got some buckets and when they needed to most, and ended up being Auburn. But I think Auburn looked really good. I wanted to put them in my top 25, but I just couldn't pull the trigger. I think they actually are a very good team. Aiden Holloway, I was so close, like this close to uh, – Picking him to win uh, freshman of the year in the SEC over Dillingham, but I ended up not doing it, and he looked like he... Yeah, Jacoby Walter kind of overshadowed him as the freshman in this game, but Aiden Holloway looked like an absolute stud. Passing, she could score. She, like Everything about his game impressed me a lot, but going out to Baylor, like Jacoby Walter, you thought you are losing Keontae George, and it would be a little step down, not even close. He, Jacoby Walter came in and just took over this game, and then obviously the guy Ray J Dennis they got too played un, played great. Like they look like they're going to be a very good team and force to reckon with. I think that that Misi guy Yusef Misi, he's only a freshman, he's a little raw, but he looked good. Like I thought he looked really good. He he's their best big, and I do like uh, Baylor a lot. I said it going into the year. I said if. I had to pick a team outside of Kansas. It's Baylor to win this conference. Yeah, which I love. I mean, I think this team, I think we still need to give them a little bit. They just looked a little little off to start the game. But, like, you knew, like, coming, like you knew down that stretch, like, you kept seeing Jacoby Walter score. Like, Ray J. Dennis, all these guys. This team is legit. They play defense, too. Obviously, they gave up 82 in this game. But it's, like, your first game playing. And, like, Auburn is no joke either. Like, Auburn looked really good, too. Like, both of these teams are really good. I think they were kind of the same level. Like, in terms of, like, it was also, you got to think about it, too. It's a neutral site. can go a lot of ways. It's early. First game. Like, one team's new. Both teams are kind of fresh. They're new. Mm-hmm. I love the way Auburn looked in this game. I love the way Baylor looked in this game. But I'm loving what I would see out of Baylor, obviously, more because I'm a Baylor guy. But, uh, yeah, like you said, that Missy, he came up big at the end of the game because he had, like, a couple of ones and stuff, and they were throwing lobs to him. And I'm, I'm excited for this team. I'm JTT, I don't think, is going to be as – he only played seven minutes. Didn't record really any stats, but right, I agree. Uh, Auburn's gonna have probably the best front court in most of the games they play with Janai Broom and Jalen Williams. I really do think that Jalen Williams didn't play very well, but outside of that, I think they. Katie Johnson did come off the bench. Joey was right on that one. I didn't couldn't see that coming, but I think that's more of his role. Honestly, I think he's a, gonna be an awesome six man. Bringing that kid off the bench is dangerous. Dangerous. Yeah, he's going to be a stud. Um, we're about out of time, so get right back. All right. Uh, where the hell did we leave off, Logan? Um, we Baylor. Joey, Baylor any thoughts know. on the Baylor-Auburn game? I hardly know her, but um, Baylor won, right? Baylor did win. Yeah, I mean, good for them. Um, I love Jacoby Walker. Walker. I think, well, yeah, my bad. I think he'll be really good this year. Um but Auburn, they're like they're not going to be that good, but like they're going to be good teams. I think. See, I think they'll be pretty good this year. Yeah, I think. Like, I, I mean, they're. I think they're going to lose a team that they that's shouldn't, but fair. they'll beat some good teams and they'll that, be fun. That's fair. They'll be in that five to seven, five to eight range in the big in the SEC. Um, next game I mean, that might even be like a debate there too, just because of that's where they're supposed to finish. I think. 
I know, but like just with how weird the SECA thing's gonna end up playing out, it's just okay. too many question marks. Um next game we got Arizona at Duke. Arizona beats them. Um score with the score of is it loads? 78-73. Uh Duke's the first loss in a long time at Cameron Indoor. Um the biggest thing I thought took from this game is Kylan Boswell is exactly what we expected him to take that jump us. We knew we knew last year he was sitting behind some guard, some experienced veteran guards, and he was also only a senior in high school, and now he's not that senior in high school anymore. And he played awesome, all over the floor, shot high percentage, passed, rebound, didn't turn the ball over. Everything you could ask for in a true point guard is exactly what he did, and is a reason why. I, Obviously, Caleb Love, I've said why I love Arizona so much, but he was also a big factor in that. And then we said Paley Larson needs to step up. He played well. Balo did his, like, the balance with this team is crazy. Jaden Bradley came off the bench. I thought he looked awesome. And same as Kashad Johnson. He was one of their better players uh, by far. I think you could have almost gave him the MVP of how good he played, I thought. And on the Duke end, they just struggled to... They missed a lot of bunnies. Uh, Phil Pasquet, 25. Yeah, big deal. Amount of layups he missed. I wanted to jump through the screen and strangle him sometimes and be like, dude, make a freaking layup. And then he would miss it. It's, it reminded me of the Tennessee game. He'd miss a layup, and he'd bitch it to the refs about not getting a call because he plays too soft at times. It's like... Suck it up. You're college. You're a big guy. You're going to get banged around. Like, deal with it. And that's kind of what it, the story of the game was, is follow and those guys, even Kashad Johnson, Larson, like, kind of beat him up a little bit down there. And the offensive boards in the first half, how many, I don't know how many or Arizona had in the first half. It had to be almost 10. Ridiculous how many offensive boards they had. Duke they had uh, 15 my, in total. Yeah, and I think about 8 to 10 of them were in the first half. It was ridiculous. And Duke reminds me of a normal Duke, a soft-ass Duke team. Like, that. Pe- this, the stereotype around Duke is they are soft. And it, like, shows in some of these games where teams get down low and bully them, beat them up. That's, I think that's exactly why they lost this game. No, oh, it pisses me off. We just, obviously, Pawski obviously had foul trouble early, though, so he was, like, kind of, that might have been part of the reason why he's playing soft, but he is kind of soft player. But Tyrese Proctor has got to play better on offense, scoring-wise. He obviously will have his assists. He'll play good. He'll pass the ball. But it's fine. I need you to score. Jeremy Roach, I don't want you scoring 17. I want Tyrese Proctor scoring 17. Jeremy Roach, obviously, has pro- played very well. Has 17 points. Like played good. Like 39 minutes, awesome. Offense rating was high. It was 117. Played good. But Tyrese Proctor has got to step up and start scoring the ball. Like I don't know what why he can't like he has all the talent to do it i feel like he's afraid to actually shoot and score the ball sometimes because he doesn't shoot that much but i don't know there's st- i think they'll still be fine it's just crazy that you lose at home to arizona sucks but arizona looked good i mean they actually played defense somewhat obviously they gave up 73 but i felt like their defense was better than that penny larson played good on defense guarding like mm-hmm. Fowski's and like everybody basically but if, if whole team's i got if i see mark mitchell shoot another three I was just going to say that. That was my only take of the game. I'm like, Mark Mitchell, just because you're open doesn't mean you can just Yeah, shoot. there's a reason you're open. Exactly. And, no, I, I I think this, I'm trying, I don't know how I'm going to say this. 
I honestly think maybe not the most talented Tommy Lloyd team, but this is I think his best team he's had as far as a full complete team actually. Because I understand that team with like Matherin and all those guys and Tabulis were good, but for some reason I didn't think I you didn't trust their guards. I know it was like Kirk Carissa and he had his games. I trust Kylan Boswell. And as much I trust Caleb Love because he's been in big games, like the biggest games, and he's made the biggest shots. He made one of the biggest shots in like college basketball against Duke, and I and I trust Boswell way more than I do Carissa. I been, I kind of said hinted at that to start the year too. I love him as a po- true point guard over just about anyone in the country. I mean, I don't mind that take just as long as you're as high on Caleb Love as you are, like. I trust Caleb Love. Right, yeah. Like P- he, I understand why you say, oh, Caleb Love, he's, he doesn't shoot. I mean, maybe his high percentage last year was bad, but he he's a Duke killer. That's big games every time yeah, UNC plays yeah. Duke. He plays really good against them majority of the time, and he's been in the Final Four. He's been in the championship game. Like He's been there, done that. That's why I think. And then they have Kashad Johnson coming in. He's been there, but done that too. He was in the damn national championship last year. They got guys that have been there. Even Paley Larson and Balo have literally, they've been around enough where they know, they, they I know they've kind of choked the last couple of years, but they've been there. Jane Bradley was at Bama. They had the best team. Like They got experience and good guard play, and obviously Omar Balo is a force to be reckoned with down low. He bullied these guys, and... That's why I absolutely love Arizona. This year they get over the hump. I actually, I do think that. I think they actually, like you said, they have defense now. Jane Bradley's They're a great good. defender. Kashad Johnson's a great defender. Calvin Boswell's a way better defender than Kirk Reese ever was. The fact that they play defense is why they'll actually win. Every other mm-hmm. year they just didn't fucking do that, and that's why they And they're still, and through however many games they've played, three games, they're number one in tempo with a good with a top ten defense. It's legit. You're gonna run. See, you're gonna score, and how you're gonna do you defend. Even do that. Well, temp. It's just your offense. I know, but like you think, in like when you sense. run a high tempo offense, like your defense yeah. would. Um, they contribute to like that. how many possessions they defend, like though. They defend well. Um, here's a good. I like this game a lot. Uh, Tennessee beats Wisconsin. Um, score 80 to 70 and they scored the ball. Like me and Logan, we talked about Tennessee a little earlier. They can score now connect. We already hinted at him. Joe, you could give your two cents on him, but he's an absolute stud and Wisconsin, the struggles continue. They cannot shoot a three and they cannot shoot free throws. And that was the story of them last year. And that's the same story this year. And that I was high. I don't understand why they're, they got guys that can shoot. Literally one through five. They added AJ Store, who was a good player last year at St. John's as a freshman. They they should be a lot better. Granted, they played Tennessee and they were in this game, but it was one of those games you never felt like they even had a chance because Tennessee was that much better. Tennessee down the stretch scored every single possession they needed to, and that was pretty much it. And that's why I love. I know we kind of didn't like Tennessee. We figured we didn't know where they'd find scoring. We also didn't know Dalton Connect would be a 21 and a half, whatever he is, point scorer this year. So, And then Jordan Ganey, like I said, Logan earlier, I love him a lot better than Ziegler. A lot better than Ziegler. Yeah, this team he is. He didn't start, but still. 
I'm just an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'll just say that. I bet on Washington or Wisconsin and I wore a Tennessee sweatshirt. Idiot. Um, yeah, so Dalton Connect is an absolute stud. I mean, he's the reason why, like we said, he's going to get him from that. He's going to be able to let him score 75 or 70. And that's like I said, if you're a defense team, he's got to be able to score 70 points. Some teams can't do that, but this team can now with this. Ziegler, I, yeah, I don't think Ziegler is at all that good. I mean, they found replacement for him in the last two years. So, I, like, that's getting even better. Vescovy, I don't even know what he does. He's also like, not good. I think he just runs around and shoots a couple threes and maybe plays some defense. So, he's – but, I mean, Wisconsin – this still isn't that bad for Wisconsin. Obviously, they have the things they need to work on. Six for 24 from three. Bad free throw line. <laughs> but, I mean, I still think Wisconsin didn't play terrible. Like, they were fine. It's just Tennessee, at the end of the day, was a better, better overall team. I mean, you can't really say much else. Yeah, if you have Tennessee in offense, they're going to be one of the best teams in the nation. And, I mean, that's really all you need to say, I think. I mean, summarizing who they are as a team right now. They Someone did say it. Uh, they beat Michigan State without Vescovy and without Ziegler. And they said that's a good thing. Like, there's, like, about time they got rid of those two. They didn't get rid of them, but about time they stopped playing them, which they couldn't control it. But they're. I don't think they're good. I never really did like him. I I always liked the Scoby. Um, I mean, just because he's a shooter, and I think they relied on him a lot last year, which turned out to be terrible. Terrible idea. Offense. And Ziegler is more of a defensive guy anyway. Like, I'm, I don't know. I thought I saw, like, an interview or something with uh, SEC guards, like, talking about who, like, is the hardest defender. And, like, some Ziegler. of them were talking about Ziegler, but. Yeah, but Ziegler also thinks he's like Steph Curry, and he just throws up bombs. And it's like, dude, you suck. No, you're right. Yeah, he's like Wendell Green from Auburn. Um, yeah, last year, you know, he would pull threes. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you're not even good at offense. Like, stop. Yeah, going back to Auburn is like they got Aiden Holloway, a small guard that can shoot, and they got rid of a Wendell Green that thought he was a small guard that could shoot. Yeah. Um. Uh, just this one could be quick. Texas A&M beats Ohio State at Ohio State. Not much about it. Um, Ohio State had the they were favored for some reason. A stupid rat line you could say, which I don't give a shit about in college basketball. True home game. It was home game. Yeah, yeah. it's it doesn't mean anything. College basketball. Hayden Hefner started. I did not realize that Logan. Yeah, I mean he's gonna be he's gonna be the fourth guy. Like he's now though. It's not the same. Yeah, that's fair. He used to look like a little boy out there. Now he's. He does what he has to, though. He's like, he, he reminds me of Christian Brown. I mean, the three guys that, that you knew you, you were expected to be good was Wade Taylor, Tyrese Boots, Radford, and Henry Coleman are the three guys you were expecting, and they showed up and played really well. And Ohio State, I genuinely think that Ohio State will be a good team, but they ran into a good uh, AM team in this game. Yeah, I got to have. Well, yeah, Jameson Battle. He's got to play it. Probably better See, th- Zed Key, maybe, but... Jameson Battle, they said... Uh, so, Zed Key doesn't start anymore. Oh, really? Or, no. Oh, okay, yeah, um, that's right, yep. And I did hear a reason for that. They want Jameson Battle at the four because the mismatches he'll caught, he'll generate being the four instead of the three. Like, no one's going to be able... No four guys going to be able to guard him, really. Or four forward, I guess, will be able to really guard him, so... They like him starting, and Zed Key lost a ton of weight. He's not a big bowling ball anymore. Right, right. But I don't know. I I think they'll be good. 
better than last year, hopefully, because last year they were so a huge, huge disappointment. So frustrating. Uh, BYU beat San Diego State. I don't honestly think it's that big of a reaction considering BYU was favored by like three in this game. And San Diego State, I did think, lost like their two of their best players or at least Kashad Johnson and I guess only Kashad Johnson. So I don't take away a ton from this game, but I don't think San Diego State is the best team in Mount West, and I kind of said that at the start of the year. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Oh, this was one of the games where you want to bet on the other team, but it's like why? Because it was obviously like why was BYU favored? It's kind of weird, but yeah, San Diego State are still gonna be good. I think they'll still win games because their defense and everything. And but I don't think they're near as good as they were last year. They lost a lot. But. They might like legit. They're the Mount West is so stacked. Like they might not even be like top three. Mount West is a legit conference, and it's awesome. It's probably better than the Big Ten. Arguably, yeah. Um, this one hurts a lot. Um, St. Mary's loses to Weber State right after St. Mary's beat the living shit out of, I know the score was only 14, but they beat the living shit out of New Mexico. Jalen House didn't play, but that game was over from the start. And I text Logan, I said, Jalen House is out. Vegas, take my money. Like, it's yep. over. I also it wasn't on... it wasn't smart. They New Mexico is just not a very good team when you play an elite defense like that, like uh St. Mary's plays. They just try to play too much one on one and it doesn't it doesn't work. And then they turn around right when I was like, Yeah, I love St. Mary's. I even was high on the start of the year. I think they win the the um, WCC and then they turn around and lose to fucking Weber State. And everything just gets – my heart gets ripped out. Damian Lillard play? I think so. Oh, okay. Honestly, oh. the way Dame's playing for the Bucks, I don't yeah. think it would have helped. <laughs> it would have mattered. But uh, <laughs> it was three-pointers, right? I mean, we had Mahaney go two for ten, the whole team five. See, Mahaney went five of ten against New Mexico, so maybe he used them all. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we, <laughs> Weaver State shot six for 21, though. So, like, they didn't shoot good either. I didn't watch this game because I was watching other big games, and it was last night. And I'm like, or two nights ago, whenever this was, I'm like, what the fuck? It was Thursday. No defense. All you gotta do is score seventy points. Just maybe hot sixties, and they didn't even touch sixty. And score at least yeah. something. Going back to the New Mexico game, we can talk about that a little bit too because those are, that was a good game. Um, New Mexico needs more than seven points from and two of thirteen from the field from Mashburn. He averaged nineteen a game last year. Like, you need something yeah. out of him, if especially if uh, Jan Haas is out. So. Pretty much, yeah. Mash burn, more happened. like crash and burn. Yeah, no shit. Uh, fucking, what? Andy Katz was like talking about this game, and the chat was yelling at him because it's Weber State, but it's Andy, actually yeah. Andy Katz could be like, no, it's not. He goes, it's, it's Weber. Weber. He goes, I'm sorry for all you out there, but it's Weber. It's yeah. He goes, it's Weber. <laughs> so funny. Um, getting fired up. Uh, last night, couple a couple decent games. Um, Purdue handled business against Xavier. I'm. I I had the over it hit. I wanted to take Xavier so bad because I like, I don't seventeen against Xavier. I know Xavier's not supposed to be that good, but seventeen is a lot. Eighteen, I think I, it got to. I was like, what? Uh, but yeah, I had not much to say. Purdue handled business, and they look like they're clicking just right out of the gate, beating teams up, being more physical, being just better 
I don't know, all around. Like, I want those guards, the Braden Smith and the uh, Fletcher Lawyer, to step up, and they have been. As long as Braden Smith can keep his damn turnovers down, which he has been so far, I think they're going to be absolutely fine. You see Zach Eady's stat line? Yeah, he went crazy. He got 28-11 and four blocks. <laughs> Zach Eady doing Zach Eady things. Like Xavier, I wonder where they find the scoring. Like, is Desmond Claude your, is your, going to be your leading score every night? You're not going to win a lot of games. I do love well, – this is, like, kind of unrelated to everything, but uh, watching Sean Miller coach is fun as fuck. He's crazy. <laughs> he is but, a psycho. I mean, that's, like, college basketball coaches. That's what you love. Like, just guys who are absolutely out of their minds. Yeah, I mean, Des, like, Desmond Claude, I remember him last year. He was, like, a six-man. He only averaged, like, four to six points. He wasn't nothing special, but – 25, 12, and 15 so far this year. He's been playing well. Probably going to be their leading scorer, I would assume. Um, and then the last game, Penn beats Villanova at Penn. That that one hurt. I was watching it, you know, as a true fan of, that I am of Villanova basketball. And they looked bad. Uh, me and Logan kind of talked about it already. You're, they didn't get much other than Justin Moore. They're not getting much out of anyone this year, really. And it hurts. Mark Armstrong has been playing more, which I do like. I think he is a good point guard. But this game, he didn't play a lot. I want him to be the point because Justin Moore is not a point guard. It is the probably the stupidest thing ever to put him there. Why would you put – first of all, he's 6'5". He's not a great ball handler. He's not a good, like, passer or anything. Slow. He can score. Yeah, he's supposed to – he's a scorer. He's your lead, probably going to be a leading scorer, and he's running the point. When you have Mark Armstrong, who – uh, his assist to turnover this year is like actually really good. He has not turned. No, mind. He has not turned the ball over this year yet. It's like, yeah. He's only got five assists, but he has not turned the ball over, and he's played more than eighteen minutes every single game. That should be your point guard. Like I said, I don't know if I really like. Um, I don't know if I really fuck with. Uh, coach Neptune. Uh, I mean, like Mark Armstrong, he did. I will. He did start at point guard, but this game he did. When you have like when you have Justin Moore, you have Tyler Burton, you have TJ Bomb, but you have Dixon. You don't need a fifth guy out there like score, and that's the thing where Mark Armstrong comes in, runs the point, like like the best Villanova guards do, and just play good basketball and don't turn it over and make the right decisions, and they will be a good team. It's that simple, and they're not doing it so. Shout out Penn, though. Apparently, that place is always rocking. The Palestra. The Palestra. Is what they call it. Um, I was going to say last thing. I, I guess we talked about it earlier, Logan. I wanted the player spotlight a little underrated. Uh, Cam Carter is balling, and he deserves his credit. And K-State, we said, is the most underrated backcourt, I think, in college basketball. Um. Uh, I was going to talk about some guys that just committed to. Um, Can I give a Kalen Clark minute while yeah, you're here? Yeah, go. All right, Kalen Kaylin Clark minute. Um, 28 points versus FDU, 44 versus number eight Virginia Tech, and uh, triple-double versus you and I in the McLeod Center. And now the leading scorer in Iowa history. Yeah, so she's still her. We're the number two team in the country. Behind South Carolina, who we did beat last year in the Final Four. With Aaliyah Boston. With Aaliyah Boston. Um, Eli Ellis is a, 
November 15th is going to announce his decision. He's down to Charleston, South Carolina, VCU, Mississippi State, and Virginia Tech. Um, Five-star Jaden Quintance, number four overall player coming next year, just committed to Kentucky. Yeah, I was going to say, I got an alert on my forward. phone that said Jaden committing right now, like tune in yeah. live. He was down to Kentucky and Missouri. Nice. Went to Kentucky. Oh, uh, there's a big one. It's a great pick over Ian Missouri. Jackson um, signed with UNC. Travis Perry, that was the other one. A little underrated. Won Mr. Basketball, Kentucky. Uh, I saw him play a couple times. He plays for Indiana Elite. A little white guard. Four-star point guard. He's a stud. He committed to Kentucky. Um, as he should have, he won the Mr. Basketball there. That's a that's a big get for them. He's an awesome, awesome player. Michigan got a four star, number nineteen overall recruit. Um, I think that's pretty much it for recruiting. Oh, and then that, and then Kansas got some guys too, but four star, couple five stars. Oh, and then that big motherfucker from IMG. He's like seven foot. What, how eight, tall is he? Seven, seven eight? Is seven, that what it is? Seven, <laughs> like seven, Went seven, to no. Florida, right? Yeah, he's huge. He's huge. You think Zach Eady's tall? He's bigger than Zach. I think he's seven seven. Is his actual height? He's huge. Um, yeah, big big get there. Uh, any other thing you want to talk about in college basketball, guys? Um, um, do we go over the upcoming games? Championship. We classic. can. Um, this will probably we could probably this out right right away, right? So yeah. people can get a little inside scoop for tonight's games. I have oh. the games pulled up if you want. Yeah, yeah. I pull up some bet our bet if you guys have a board yet for betting. I put some games in, but yeah, go through them. Uh, Iowa versus Creighton at nine o'clock tonight. Creighton's favored by twelve at home. Or no, is it? Yeah, Creighton. Creighton. Yeah. Um, I mean, I obviously don't have a side on this, but the over at one sixty four would be really fun. It's going up. It's it opened at one sixty. I'm not gonna yeah. touch it anymore. Scary. <laughs> Creighton will probably beat us because they're really good, but never know. I think this Iowa team is something. I'm really excited to watch Iowa tonight considering we haven't played anyone yet, but our freshmen have looked good. So I'm I don't a, think you know, what? I don't think I don't think with the two offenses going at each other like this that Creighton can beat you by 12 and a half. That's fair because I think we'll be able to score. I think that's why I want to take Iowa, but if I lose with Iowa, I will actually want well, like, to like. I actually am like I want to watch this game. This is the only game I will be watching it when at nine o'clock. I don't care if there's another one on because I want to see our guards, our freshmen specifically, Brock Harding and even Owen Freeman, not a guard, but I want to see them play against like real competition like Creighton. If they play a lot of minutes, I'm gonna be all in again on Iowa this year. Cause I think they are really good. Those two together. Just I want Owen Freeman won freshman of the uh week in the Big Ten. Nice. So uh Michigan State at Duke. Um Duke's favored by four. I like Duke here. I mean I don't I'm all over Duke. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna like bad much on college basketball today just because I won't be able to like watch the games. But um yeah, I mean Duke coming off a loss too. I just they're just they just seem like more put together than Michigan State. And I right love now. it that Michigan State I, w- I was I was going to almost think that Michigan State would be uh, – or Duke would be a public bet because of Michigan State losing. Michigan State, is like, public's all over them. So, I love Duke. I'm also a big, I, uh, like, like the primetime game, I guess, on ESPN. Um, I'm big on the overs with those. I swear they hit, at like, a huge clip. So 
I got Duke at two and a half. Dude, Fanduel's crazy. Fanduel had Marquette at two and a half. Yeah, I don't like. Fandle's I got him. At, I was. I got him at. I got him at one and a half, but I got to two at one plus or minus one fifteen. It was two and a half straight up on Fanduel. Yes, right now, yeah. Okay. I want to take Marquette, but put it to three and know. take that. I Is that like, neutral? It's, it's. I believe it's at Illinois. I could be wrong though. They suck at home though. <laughs> it's yeah. It's in Champaign. I really don't care though. I think Mar- Marquette will beat them. I'm I'm telling you this year. I'm going completely away. I don't give a shit about Ratline. I'm taking the team that I think is going to win. Ratlines in college basketball are not a thing. What a fucking Super Tuesday! Kansas, Kentucky, Kansas, Jamie's Classic. Kansas is favored by seven. Um, yeah, I mean, I have no idea what side to take here. I love Kentucky. All right, yeah, there plus you go. seven. I can, both ways, though. I can see both ways. I can see Kansas fucking on them, but I can also see. I hate that. I hate this. And I have the under because I don't see a world where, like we talked about earlier, Logan, Joe, you missed this. I don't think Kansas can sc- can score other than Hunter, Dick- Hunter Dickinson. I think the game's going to be played pretty slow by Kansas. Try to slow one of these Kentucky. teams, I think it's Kentucky, is like one of the slowest pace this year. Tempo-wise. No, I think it's Kentucky. There's no Let me way. look. Kansas is 58. Kentucky I'm pretty is, sure Kentucky's slow. Kentucky's 283. Yeah, Kentucky. Yeah, they're super slow pace. I love that. Those I love dark- Kentucky. Keep it keep it slow. Keep it close. Dillian Hamm, oh, DJ Wagner are going to show out. Hey, Luke, what's the philosophy? If you take the spread, you have to take the under. That's what I did. <laughs> exactly. Might be my favorite play of the night, honestly. K- Kentucky plus seven. Mine's Duke. Because I like Kentucky a lot this year, more than what more than what they're ranked, which is like 18. I have them at like 10 or 11. I think I have them at 11. And I don't think Kansas is as good as advertised either. So I think that obviously you take the team that, you know what I mean? <laughs> it makes sense. My line would be three or four. My model. Marquette, Illinois. Play tonight. Joey? We talked about that earlier. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's a scary game. Mar- uh, Illinois' favorite, right? Yeah, I'm taking Marquette, though. Plus yeah. two. Oh, and then I have a gross one. Gross. You ready for this, Logan? Joey? Yeah. San- Hold on. Okay. Not ready. Yeah, I'm just joking. San Francisco, San, Fr- San Francisco, PA, Red Flash, plus 30 at Penn State. Money line? I'll be honest. Oh. I don't think I, I saw that bet. I was just looking at your card to see what you had in. I don't think Penn State can beat a team by 30. That's what I'm saying. No, I, and you look, at, bet. you look at SF, the St. Francis PA, the, the big teams they've played this year. UCLA only beat them by 31. UCLA's a lot better than Penn State. San Francisco beat them by 31, which... There might be they might be thirty points better than Penn State, and yeah, there's no really logic behind it. I only put three dollars on it because do I trust even half a unit? No. And I, and I took the under in that game. Providence, Providence Wisconsin. Oh boy, um, nothing. I have nothing. Stay away, Providence. Wisconsin's better, but Providence is a home team. And last time, last time they played each other, Providence beat them. It was Johnny Davis here. I kind of want to take Wisconsin. At, at Maui. 
I kind of want to take Wisconsin, but I'm not going to touch it. I don't want to lose with the. I don't want to lose with Wisconsin though. I don't, don't want to lose, lose betting against Providence at home. I don't want to lose with either team. Yeah. That, yes. What you said. What's the result of that? That's tonight. What about the other games throughout the week? I I was going through all Nothing. the not really, but there is a Purdue Gonzaga next Monday. Ooh, Purdue, Purdue by a million. Um. Yeah. Over. I don't know Gonzaga. Yeah, I don't like Gonzaga, but they'll probably be really good. Maryland, yeah. Maryland, Villanova on Friday. Give me, give me Villanova. That'd be a good one. Outside of that, nothing really. Okay, well. Oh, UConn, Indiana, Sunday. Also next Monday, UCLA versus... Texas has to go to Louisville. Marquette. Are you scared? No. Uh, Louisville fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually like <laughs> happy that they're one of our non-con teams. Well, that's it. So, Joe, you can close us out. Yeah, uh, thank you so much for listening. And as always, take her easy. Take it hard. Jake and Moses Malone. I like slam dunks and taking it to the home. My favorite play is.